This week's episode is a listener request on a very important subject. If you are experiencing bullying, call the No Bully Help Hotline at 1-866-488-7386. If the topics of bullying or suicide are triggering subjects, please stop this episode now. While working on this episode, the tragic news of the death of Samuel Reynolds, a 16-year-old Arlington, Texas student, came across my Facebook feed. A few days before his murder, Samuel intervened in a bullying incident involving a teenager and a younger boy. Officials say the 15-year-old suspect is seen on security camera shooting Samuel. The hearts of everybody at How to Be Human go out to Samuel's family. We all have bad habits that make us seem just a little less human sometimes. Join me, Andrea, in taking a look at the gross, annoying, and sometimes downright dangerous things we all do on How to Be Human. What is bullying? It's the intentional and repeated scaring or hurting of another person. There is an imbalance of power between the bully and bullied, leaving the bullied feeling as if there's nowhere to turn to for help. And bullying isn't just one action. According to stompoutbullying.org, it can include calling someone hurtful and derogatory names, spreading lies or rumors about someone, being mean or teasing someone, physically hurting someone, social exclusion or isolation, getting others to gang up on someone, having money or property taken or damaged, being threatened or being forced to do things, sending mean text, email, or instant messages, posting nasty pictures or messages about others in blogs or on websites, using someone else's username to spread rumors or lies about someone, Stealing someone's password and spreading rumors about someone else, making it seem like that person is a cyber bully. Bullying is never appropriate behavior, whether in person, online, or otherwise. Why then has it been a problem for generations? Well, we ignore it and make excuses. We pretend it's socially acceptable. Boys will fight with each other because boys will be boys. And girls will be catty because mean girls are just a fact of life. Rather than teaching them to work out differences like rational human beings, we allow them to fight and bicker as if it's teaching any lessons other than aggression. There will always be someone who is better than us or someone else who is not quite as good at everything we do. And that does not give us license to bully people who are not good enough, who are not measuring up to whatever arbitrary standards we've set. Terrorizing, harassing, or excluding others because they're not good enough is ridiculous because there will always be someone who is better than you at something. No one is perfect at everything. And it's human nature to find similarities and differences in others. That doesn't make it okay to treat anybody badly or exclude them because of arbitrary, inconsistent differences. Even if the bullied person were to start wearing, quote, the right clothes, or whatever they're being bullied for, a bully is still a bully and they are still a target. The bully will just find another reason to abuse, harass, or otherwise terrorize their victim. 
because the supposed differences are nothing but excuses to mentally or physically harm another individual. It's not the victim's responsibility to change themselves because they're being bullied. Changing your appearance, your mannerisms, or anything else the bully is using as an excuse doesn't do anything to change the underlying problems. And sometimes bullying can escalate to dangerous levels. The bully sees their target as valueless. Because nothing has been done about their behavior, their actions escalate in cruelty. Being bullied crushes the victim's self-esteem. You may feel worthless or like everything you do is wrong. No matter what you change and how hard you try, you still feel like you're not good enough. The constant stress of being bullied affects your brain. Developing anxiety problems is not uncommon. The thoughts surrounding your bullying stay in your head and you never really stop being in fight or flight mode. You might even start lashing out at others because you're already constantly on edge. Any little thing is enough to make you angry. You might start to resent how happy and carefree other people seem, even falling into a depression. Maybe even believing that it would be better if you were dead. If you're having problems with bullying, call the No Bully Help Hotline at 1-866-488-7386. If you're considering suicide, please call the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline at 1-800-273-8255 or seek qualified professional help as soon as possible. You are worth it. And the bully isn't immune to the negative effects either. Bullies are more likely to drop out of school than their peers. Depression, anxiety, and psychological distress are common in bullies, as are increased abuse of drugs and alcohol. By their mid-20s, former bullies have four times the rate of criminal behavior. By their mid-30s, 60% have at least one criminal conviction and are more likely to have antisocial personality disorder. Former childhood bullies tend to have relationship problems and may be abusive to their spouses and children. Bullies are just terrible people that like hurting others, right? Well, people aren't born bullies. There's always a factor or factors that lead them to bullying others. Commonly, bullies don't get attention at home from their parents. I'm definitely not saying helicopter parenting is a better alternative. Kids need some breathing room, but if kids don't have a stable, loving person in their life, it can lead to more problems than just bullying. And kids that are being bullied or exposed to aggressive behavior at home sometimes become bullies themselves. They use bullying to feel secure and empowered. After all, isn't that exactly how their own bully seems to them? They don't have the support or coping skills to deal with their anger, fear, or any negative emotions. Bullies frequently lack empathy. They don't understand how their actions make others feel. They get relief from their own feelings. They make themselves seem more likable and popular. They don't understand what's socially appropriate. They have, for some reason, never learned kindness, compassion, and respect for others. Bullies don't need a reason to hurt others. When asked, some replied, Because it makes me feel stronger, smarter, or better than the person I'm bullying. Because I'm bullied at home. Because it's what you do when you want to hang out with the right crowd. Because I see others doing it. Because I'm jealous of the other person. 
because it's one of the best ways to keep others from bullying me. Bullying is a kid's problem. I'm not a kid, and my kid doesn't have a problem, so it's not my problem. Kids aren't the only ones who bully or get bullied. At work, home, or other activities, we sometimes run into bullies. Maybe their idea of communication is loud, aggressive, and disrespectful. Or maybe they don't yell. They just criticize your every move to the point where you really doubt yourself and your abilities. An adult bully can be the person who is not communicating important information or is withholding resources. The two-faced bully, nice to your face, then going around your back telling everyone how incompetent, unreliable, stupid, etc. you are. Are you noticing the similarities between childhood bullies and adult bullies? Childhood bullies grow up to be adult bullies unless they learn not to oppress, belittle, or humiliate others. As technology has changed, so has the face of bullying. Gone are the days when we could just tell our kids to stay away from the playground bully. Cell phones, instant messaging, emails, social media, it's all created a venue for cyberbullying. Unplugging our kids and ourselves isn't a viable answer either. Technology has become so pervasive in our lives that it's necessary for students to do their homework, for us to communicate with our families and work. And if you listen to episode two, you know I think social media has a positive impact on our lives. Technology is like any other tool. It's only safe when we use it safely. So how can we stop bullying? Unfortunately, there's no one-size-fits-all answer. A good place to start, though, is to tell somebody. Whether your situation is kid-to-kid, adult-to-kid, or adult-to-adult, there is someone you can tell. If you're a kid, go to your teacher, counselor, or other trusted adult. Even if it's another adult that's bullying you, they can help you or find resources to help you. And if you're an adult, go to human resources or to your boss, assuming they aren't the issue. Most corporations I've worked for had a third-party complaint line that could be called in cases management or human resources were the problem, or were not addressing the problem. Sometimes it takes a little digging to find it, though. Remove yourself from the situation. This may be easier said than done, depending on your situation. This might mean staying away from a school bully, blocking people online or on your phone, finding another job, or leaving a bullying domestic situation. If you can leave, then leave. And we frequently hear you should stand up to a bully. In the tragic case of Samuel Reynolds, we see why that's not always a good idea. We've learned from very special episodes of sitcoms that when we stand up to a bully, they have this big emotional awakening and see the error of their ways. Or maybe you get in a good punch while the whole school cheers and the bully is now powerless. Unfortunately, in real life, just standing up to a bully will, best case scenario, make you no longer a target. Or worst case scenario, end in more violence. If a bully isn't getting help to fix the underlying issue, they're still going to be a bully. And get therapy if necessary. It can be difficult, if not impossible, to change the negativity your bully has planted. Your guidance counselor or doctor can point you in the right direction. For adults, contact your insurance provider to find someone in your network. I've heard good things about Talkspace, but I've never tried them. 
And remember, it's okay to change therapists if they aren't working for you. Suicide is never the answer to anything. If you ever feel yourself heading down that path, get help ASAP from a trusted professional or call the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline at 1-800-273-8255. What if you are the bully or think you might be? Ask yourself the following questions and be honest. Have you teased others, been mean, made fun of their looks or the way they speak? Have you spread rumors about others? Have you called anyone names or publicly humiliated them? Have you repeatedly kicked, shoved, punched, or physically pushed anyone just because? Have you spread rumors, humiliated, or posted negative photos about anyone through email, instant messaging, or on a website? Have you intentionally excluded anyone? If you answered yes to any of the questions, you've bullied someone. But that doesn't mean you have to be a bully. The first step in changing any negative behavior is recognizing that you have a problem. Reach out for help. Remember, you weren't born a bully. There are things in your life or your past that cause you to act out in a negative way. And you can learn to treat others with more kindness and respect. Links to the articles I used will be posted on howtobehuman.me. Subscribe, rate, and share to help other people find this podcast. And don't forget, your word of mouth is invaluable. If you'd like to support the content of How to Be Human, you can make a recurring monthly donation starting at $1 on patreon.com forward slash htbhuman or a one-time donation by PayPal or Bitcoin at howtobehuman.me. And remember, I'm not an expert on anything at all. All opinions on this podcast are my own and do not reflect those of anyone else throughout space and time, unless specifically stated.